Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to Marriage Therapy Radio. I'm Zach. I'm here with Laura. It's a Saturday. Um, We're having to do a replay of a very cool conversation, which remains very cool. Stick around. Thank you for joining me, guys. I had to drag Zach out of his humdrum. Grumpy. Hiding from the world. He was was mayor of Grumpy Town on a Saturday afternoon and the sun is shining. Not here. It's not shining here. Well, it's okay. Hey, I want to tell you something that happened to me today. This is how grouchy I am. Okay. I did not. I so badly did not want to get out of bed this morning. Like I couldn't do it. So I'm lying in bed and I have this like night mask that I wear. So I can't tell whether it's light outside or not. Um, Yeah. Yeah. No, I know the ladies that wear them. Yeah. And I, and I refused to take it off and look at the clock and figure out what time it was. And so, you know, that thing in the morning where you dream for like, I don't know, 20 minutes or so, and then you kind of wake up and maybe you roll over and go back to bed and then you dream some more. Yeah. This is what was happening in my dream. They were, I remember that they, from six years ago before I had a child. Yeah. They yeah were I like, remember those days. Okay. So I'm having these dreams and they're like little mini movies, almost like I'm watching them on YouTube or something. Uh huh. And in my brain, whatever part of my conscious brain or my rebellious brain or my depressed brain kept looking at the bottom of the screen for the time timer, like the, like the numbers okay. that tell you how long you've been watching this so that somehow I could figure out what time it was without opening my eyes. <laughs> I know for a fact, that's what I was doing. I was like, what time is it? What day is it? (laughs) What is happening right now? Also, I have a bone to pick with all the people. Can I talk about something for a second? Yeah, please. I think you have the room. You have the, you have the microphone. You know, these things things where like you did it to me, right? You're like, Hey, share a recipe and then send that recipe to this other person. And you're going to get chain email. You're going to get 36 recipes. Do you know how many I got, by the way? I know you got one. Two. I got one. You got two. two. two? Yeah. I got two. Yeah. Two recipes. I got zero. And I don't understand. Why can't you just send a recipe? Jeez, it's not like I'm, I mean, just send the, the GD recipe already. The, the one before that was, because um, I'm eating the same stuff all the time and I could use some recipes. Oh. Thank you very much. And just hang out with me because I am, I've been the recipe master. Okay, here, I will send you all the, the one things. before that was poems, right? Like, why can't you send somebody an uplifting poem or a verse or a song lyric or something? Like, how hard is it just to cut and paste? And the one before that, and listen to this. The one before that was children's books, like literally ship a children's book to someone. And they're to a child. Yeah. And then your kid is going to get like 36 books or something. So I did this. I shipped a book 
And then I contacted like whatever, six of my friends. And I said, Hey, if I send you this chain email, will you participate and send a book to somebody? And they were like, yes, I totally will. And you want to know what happened? Mm -hmm. Nobody did it. Nothing. They did it. They did not. They, even though you got the verbal, they're not your friends. By the way, I was not contacted as part of your friend list. I'm just saying like, how hard is it just to be like, I'm going to do something because shit, I solved a Rubik's cube today. Like (laughs) I learned how to solve a Rubik's cube today. I spent two hours in front of YouTube with a toy. It's not actually a toy. It's a, it's a, it's a piece of art. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. And you can't send a poem or a recipe. Get get over yourself, people. Wow. Well, first of all, I I don't know why people are sending Zach Brittle of all people these chain emails in the first place. But I'm faithful. I mean, I w- but you are faithful. And however, you are certainly the last person that I sent my chain email to because I'm like, he's never going to do this. Yeah. And it turns out you were the only one who did. Yeah. And it was a pretty cool recipe. What does that say about you? It was. Which one did you send me? You sent me applesauce like, meatloaf. Yeah, meatloaf with applesauce. Tried it yet. Meatloaf with applesauce in it. I'll do it. I have a lot of. Do you know what the secret sauce, secret ingredient to any beef is? How do you say this word? It's Worcester. It's Worcestershire. Worcestershire sauce. Worcestershire. Worcester. My husband said, I think it's pronounced Worcester, and I was like, Oh, is <laughs> no, it? That's where the is air, it? That's, where, we, that's the airport right outside of Greenwich. Westchester. I say, I say Worcestershire, Worcestershire, but that's the secret ingredient. The other day we got um, in, Hey, we, the other day we got into a battle about this word. C-O-U-P-O-N. Uh, oh, you and I did. Yeah. It's coupon. It's coupon. It's coupon. No, it's coupon. You said it's coupon. Yeah. You said coupon. There is no Q in that. It's coupon. It's, it's coupon. It's um, definitely not coupon. Do you know how I spell ketchup? I mean, I spell it K-A-T-S-U-P. Oh, that's Do you want to know why? Completely Catsup. wrong. I know. Um, and this uh, because I moved to Vancouver, British Columbia. For those of you who had listened to our episode a few episodes ago, we were interviewing Lori um, Brado and Lori is on the she's a big wig man. We scored, by the way, with that that interview. I've shared she's it several just times. a wealth like I, of knowledge. I use it with my actual clients. I'm like, hey. Go listen to this and then go listen to this. Yeah. So Lori's on the Vancouver, British Columbia, University of British Columbia campus, which apparently is now a city. I I can't even handle. I'm going to have to go take a an RV trip up there. But I moved there during a really um, fundamental time in my learning, like fourth grade, when I was learning how to spell a lot of words. And I learned how to spell ketchup, catsup. And then there's other things like I I think I've mentioned this. I put extra U's in places where they don't belong. Favorite, favorite, favorite. Hey, listen, but Laura, here's the thing. There's two acceptable ways to spell ketchup. It's K-E-T-C-H-U-P or Mm C-A-T-S-U-P. But K-A-T-S-U-P is not one of the ways that you spell ketchup. (laughs) Is it in Canada or did I have I just perpetually been misspelling that word? The, the latter. You've perpetually been yes. misspelling that word. <laughs> there are two correct ways to spell that word and yours is not one of them. Hey, can we talk about something that's actually going to benefit our listeners other than just listening to us BS back and forth? Yeah. So, OK, I'm going to get you out of your bad mood. today. I just know it. <laughs> so um, the, the so this is Saturday. We usually record on Thursday. But Thursday, right. we still hadn't solved the mic problem that we have or that I have. So now we're, I think our audio is way better. But Thursday, we started off 
be, me being late because I was reading a magazine. And which, okay, I'll, I'll explain that okay. guys. I send, so here's the thing about Zach, as you know, like he likes to sleep in, he can be late for appointments. Sometimes I'll be like, are we ready? Are we going? Are we doing this? Um, and he's like, Hey, just give me, give me a little, or I'll, I'll be there or something, something super ambiguous. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm on my way, but I got to read a magazine. <laughs> and my response to him was very much. So what I would send to my husband, like, are you effing kidding me? Yeah. Like the first thing that went through my head was, Oh, you think your time's more valuable than mine? Like we said, we we're going to meet, be meeting up at like 9 a.m. in the morning. And now all of a sudden you have a magazine that you need to read because yeah. I'm sitting in front of my computer ready to record a podcast. Yeah. So you sent me into a flurry of self, self-worth doubt, just so you know. Yeah. And, and what, what were you doing? So here's what happens when I'm in my house and I need to go to the bathroom and be there for a little while. I tell my family. Number two. I tell my family. I'm going to go read a magazine. I'm going to go read a magazine. And everybody understands that that means don't bother me for the next 15 to 40 minutes. (laughs) Just kidding. kidding. You're such a man. (laughs) No, I mean, just leave me alone. It means leave me alone. And I'm not going to say, hey, everybody, uh, excuse me for a little while while I go, uh, you know, to the bathroom. I I, I don't know. Mm -hmm. And I think that started a cool conversation for us about... um, Codes. Codes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I think that's shorthand. Yeah. And I think I want to talk about it again, because I think particularly in this era where everything is Groundhog Day, it's really hard to be relationally astute and relationally aware. Um, We need shorthand. We need codes to help us kind of bypass some of the more challenging um, relationship issues, you know, like. um, Hmm. I haven't. I haven't really thought of it as being, well, I don't know. I mean, I guess in context, like right, when you have code or you have an abbreviation or you have shorthand for something that you want to say, it's something that you would say often. Like I had, so here's the example that we use in my household, which is um, when my son, oh, well, we have a couple now that I think about it. So I have my five-year-old son, Holden, when he, whenever he's wrestling, um, and we're wrestling too much. He has code for base. It's basically like uncle, like what people would say back, back in the day when it's like, okay, that's enough. I, I like no, hands in the off olden times in the <laughs> olden days for all you whippersnappers. Um, so he uses, uh, cacahuates, which he actually learned from his cousins and cacahuates was sort of, um, I don't know where we learned it from his cousin, but I don't remember what their meaning was. But in our household, it basically means like, uh, okay, hands off that I've had enough. That's it. And I mean, now that I'm thinking about it, whenever my husband and I, if we were to get into it and I wanted to just like cease conversation, like, oh, you know, sometimes you need to end a conversation because maybe a kid walks in and you're too heated um, or. I, you know, you're, you're still in conversation then, and then you enter like an elevator with other people and you don't want to make them uncomfortable. You could just say like that code word, cease conversation. Um, and you both just sort of agree to zip it at that point or hands off. Um, so we use that shorthand kakawate. Yeah. And talk a little bit too about, cause I, I want to talk about this, but the other example that you shared with me about Holden was, um, when you're done, like at the end of the day, when you're done as a mom and you're fried yeah. and he comes in, he's like, mama, mama, go, go ahead and tell that story. Mom, mom, mom. Well, I mean, I think all moms kind of get sick of hearing their names sometimes. And, and my son is, if you've ever been around him, he starts every sentence with mama. It's just like his way of attuning, I think. Um, and so he's like, mama, mama, mama. And when I'm fried and I no longer want to be mama and I just want to be Laura, I will tell him, nope. 
that's I'll just say nope. Like, and that's kind of my code for I'm 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 totally burned out on you calling me mama and me being mama at this moment. And so he will uh, he will set himself up and he'll go DJ Lala. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he calls me by what I call my weekend name, which is I don't I'm not I'm on duty. I'm not mama on duty. Um, I developed DJ Lala back in the day when I was introducing myself when I was out at the bars at 21. <laughs> I would get a little liquored up and people would say, hi, it's nice to meet you. And I'd tell him I was a DJ um, and that I'm DJ Lala. So that's code for when I start referring to myself as DJ Lala, Ryan knows to step in and say, okay, buddy, why don't you direct your questions and your concerns and your, all of your needs to me? And I'll take over for a little bit. Mommy's fried. Right. So here's the power of the code though, right? So what Holden wants to say, or, or let's just even bring it back to like adults or whatever. What we often yeah. want to say is beyond our current capacity to articulate it. So it yes. may be because we're flooded. It may be because we don't have emotional intelligence. It may be because we're five. It may be because we don't understand it. But Holden is trying to say, hey, this wrestling is painful you. and oh, it yeah. crosses huh? a boundary for me. And I don't want to disappoint you by by telling you to stop or create more conflict by by escalating. So I'm going to just use my bailout. Right. Or he's mm-hmm. saying, hey, mom. I, I really want your attention and there's something I need from you right now. And I don't know how to get it because you're not responding to this normal path. So I'm going to use this other one. Or we talked a little bit about how, how he has this um, wrong side of the bed thing, you know, <laughs> where he's saying, Hey, yeah. I'm really grouchy this morning. I'm not cooperative. I don't know where that's about. I have feelings that I don't understand. And you guys use, well, why don't you go, get up on the right yeah. side of the bed. And that's code yeah. for even for you to say, Hey buddy, like you're being a, a jerk and I don't really like mm-hmm. it. And I'm about to punish you. If you keep this up, it's more like, let's, <laughs> you're going to say I'm about to punch you, <laughs> but punish is better. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. And so yeah. I found that, um, I've been talking to couples. I have been talking to couples a lot about this right now in the context of like, there is, uh, a lot of reason to be on edge, to be sad, to be, um, you know, to be anxious, to be critical in mm. particularly in these kind of cooped up environments. I mean, I have 1700 square feet and we're barely like, we're barely keeping each other's, <laughs> you know, barely. <laughs> Today's alive. a tough day, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Today's a tough day for Zach. He was just telling me like, I'm like, where's the grumpiness coming from? He's like, man, it's getting to me today. <laughs> um, but, um, but yeah, I think codes are really helpful. Um, what was the one that we were talking about? Uh, I think I've told this story several times, but um, I had this one couple and they were the best at it. They, they've done better than anyone, which is they were these, um, like he was, they were like late twenties. He was this sorority bro kind of guy. And she was a That's fraternity frat bro, bro. Yeah. Sorority girl, whatever. <laughs> they were just like these and they, they drank a lot and they would like get into it. Uh, like, cause he would stand next to somebody for 15 seconds too long, or she wouldn't, mm-hmm. you know, make eye contact and they would go off. They would just go off on each other. They were big football fans. They had met at a Super Bowl party and they went to like Husky tailgates all the time. And they watched Seahawks together. They came in one day and their, their goal, their, their thing, which they weren't able to do because they were immature and drunk was to figure out how to deescalate. And they, mm-hmm. one afternoon made for themselves these little yellow penalty flags um, that they just put stashed all the way around their house and their covenant that they made with one another was if at any point, either one of us throws this flag, we stop, we deescalate. And that was their code, right? Because they didn't have the ability to say, 
hey, this is out of hand. I've lost control of my temper. I feel like you're dangerous. Neither one of us is in our best minds, you know, so how can we, they skipped that part, right? They just encoded the, the part where they let each other off the hook and then the, and then they could do whatever they want. They could keep drinking or go to sleep or drink water or go for a walk or something. But the first step for them was figuring out how to quickly get to the de-escalation, um, without needing to do it through a conversation. Yeah. I was just thinking about all of these different ways where we do use code. And um, I mean, code could be, I live in the world of showing up as an extrovert in a lot of ways. But then when I get tapped out, I need to be able to communicate to my husband. Oh, you know what? I'm going to, oh, I'm so proud of myself for remembering this. I'm going to mention this because this is, I know I'm so excited. So I have, I have a couple, both of them listened to the podcast and I said, I'm going to use a code phrase. This is so funny. I'm going to use this code phrase on the podcast and you'll know that I'm talking to you, but it, it actually blends in perfectly because, and I think that they would give me permission to talk about this. She uses the code night, night. That's right. They are grinning right now from ear to ear because I'm talking about them and they know it. But she was saying, when I say night, night, that is code for there is zero left in me. I am so tapped out. I am done. My day is shut down. There is no more that is going to come out of me at this moment. And it was funny because we were literally talking like, how do you know? We were, I think we were talking about sex. Like, how do you know when it's game on or it's game off? And I was like, well, one way I know is if she says night, night, that means there is no, that is game off. That is, I'm going to be in my gray sweatpants and I'm going to be drooling and lights are going to be off and I'm going to be checked out until 8am the next morning. Um, but it's really funny just how meta this got, because I told them I'm going to use the word night, night, just to do, you know, like at some point I'll weave it into the conversation. And then now I've actually ended up being able to talk about it because that's their code. But like if you are out and your partner it has a tendency to have that third drink and the moment they put the third drink to their lips, it's like, <clears throat> you know, you start like kicking them under the table. Um, maybe you should have some water with that, honey. Uh, and I think it, it would be kind of fun to have uh, for our listeners just talk about sure what are the amazing. One of those? Exactly. <laughs> That's not going to go well. Are you to- <laughs> not at all. Yeah, how many is that? But you could... <laughs> You could definitely say like, oh, I wonder what that tastes like. Can I have a sip? And that's like an invitation like, oh, you're taking my drink away from me right now, aren't you? Okay. Yeah. Um, I tend to get more, even more um, obscure, right? I would, I would say, have you guys uh, listened to REO Speedwagon lately? Which might be like, Rebecca goes, okay, yeah, I need to, maybe I need to get a glass of water because no mm-hmm. one, no one else is in that. Right. right. Just, yeah. it's just. When I say REO Speedwagon, that means dial it back a notch, you know, or vice versa. Right. I'm not I'm not outing Rebecca in any way. But but the other thing I think to your point about um, even sex, right, sex is an easy place where couples come in and they have a hard time trying to figure out like exactly what they want to say, how they want to ask for it, Mm -hmm. how they want to reject it, how they want to say yes, no. And remember this. uh, I don't know if this is a true story or not, but it feels like it feels like an urban legend out of the Gottman Institute somewhere, but where. This one couple was like super duper bad at asking each other for sex and a super bad mm-hmm. at like accepting it. And so they had um, on the headboard of their bed, they had a Superman action figure and a Wonder Woman action figure. And if and if he wanted to have sex, he would go in and he would lay Superman down, just take him and uh-huh. kind of make him horizontal. And that was his <laughs> that was his asking. Okay. That was his code. Right. And then mm-hmm. um, I'm in the mood. 
And then she would come in, she might see Superman down and she would either lay Wonder Woman down. That was her yes. Or she would stand Superman back up and that would be her no. That was her no. And that, that was their code that bypassed a lot of the awkwardness and embarrassment or shame that they had in my brain. They're definitely like, like Comic-Con nerds or something like, like, I don't, I'm not judging the Comic-Con nerds or whatever, but they're, they're people who maybe don't have a strong sense of confidence. And so they, they put it into characters. Yeah. And yeah, um, I like that. But, but again, that saved a lot of (laughs) hassle for them, you know? This just reminded me of, um, how I had created calendar invitations on my husband's calendar, uh, for having lunch with bunny and lunch with bunny was code for having intercourse with his wife, Laura (laughs) and his, his boss, (laughs) his boss was able to view his calendar. And I, he was like, I just, um, I'm going to go ahead and say that I, I just want you to know, I'm fully aware that you have an ongoing and reoccurring lunch date with something named bunny <laughs> and do i need to, um, and do i need to like be checking in on you and should we bring laura into the loop about that because exactly i'm concerned and I'm, i definitely don't want of, i definitely don't want a pr yeah. nightmare at my at my company <laughs> mm-hmm. exactly it was just making sure like do you have any receipts that are also corresponding with lunch with bunny yeah, like or from the, from like yeah the, uh, the the quinta in la quinta in <laughs> oh, what is it motel six but we'll I leave do, the light on for you Oh gosh. I like having code words for each other's body parts. Um, bunny, bunny is certainly a code for me. Um, and then just, you know, so the world can understand Ryan, I've called, this is the best part. If you can speak in code about having sex with your partner in front of their parents and they have no idea. (laughs) So this is how the conversation would go. Hey, do you know what I just heard? I just heard that Mr. Longfellow got back from vacation and I was wondering if maybe you might want to go out for lunch with him. And Ryan would go, oh, lunch. Yeah. Are you thinking like a hamburger or do you want to go to like a nice, like, I don't know, like steakhouse or something? I'm like, oh, I think probably like steakhouse. Definitely. We'll take Mr. Longfellow out for steak tonight. <laughs> and that's the conversation. Did you did you follow? Do you know what that's totally. about? Yeah, I got it. I got it. Yeah, it's the long yeah. game. You guys are going to have candlelit lovemaking after after mom and dad leave. <laughs> By the way, I think it's With I think it's knife. appropriate to insert that you brought Brian's parents into the conversation again and that everyone will be disappointed if we don't acknowledge that she thinks I'm hilarious and you think that <laughs> <laughs> you think she doesn't think that and she thinks she doesn't think that, but she definitely does. And that's just uh, for all of our listeners out there. Hey, you know, it'd be really lovely if you could just get a headshot, sign it and then send it to Judy Heck and she would really appreciate <laughs> hey. it. Have I told this joke before? Do you know um, how you how 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 you can tell how heavy a red hot chili pepper is? How? Give it away! Give it away! Give it away now! <laughs> <laughs> okay, literally lava. Maybe we should I'm end on that. My mind. Okay. Um, I know. So wait, what's valuable about this? This is the main takeaway that I think is code. Um, finding shortcuts is okay and important and necessary. And what it does is it gives you permission to bypass some of the more emotionally intelligent or articulate words that aren't available to you for whatever reason, again, drunk, flooded five. Um, but it gives you some sense. And, and I often hear this one piece of pushback, which is, well, if, if my husband said that REO Speedwagon thing to me, 
I think that would make me mad. And I'm like, okay, well, wait a second. The, it's not that. It's the agreement that you make that that is important, right? It's the agreement that you make in your own backyard, listening to REO Speedwagon and go, hey, we love these guys, right? They remind us of a better time in our life. Like, why don't we, why don't we use them to help us become our better selves? Like when we're, when we're feeling like one or others off the rocker or this couple that made their penalty flags, like they did that together. That was sacred to them. And it came out of their identity as football lovers. Um, Mm -hmm. and so I think, um, if it's appealing to you, definitely give, definitely make it a contract with one another and make it unique to your relationship because that's where I think it has the most power. Mm. All right. Well, so what you're saying is there was some value in the babble that we just created. I sure hope between so. Grum- Grumpy McGee and, and post Saturday. <laughs> yeah, I think there is something valuable in it. And everyone and, and I think as we're talking, people probably already realize that they have they have code already established in their relationship. And for for me, at least, it, it really um, hinges on playfulness, fun, creativity, all of these words that we need in relationship. And even when you're in conflict and you're throwing out your penalty flag or you're using cacahuates to say, you know, please stop or let's let's stop halt or whatever. Um, it, I think it's fun to be able to understand that we are on this journey together. That sounds so cliche, but we're we've agreed. And and that's something that can bring you together in a time where you don't feel like you agree on a whole lot of things, but maybe at least you can agree on that. Yeah. It's the agreement that matters, not the actual code that matters. It's the, it's the agreeing to encode things because gosh, doesn't it get tired to have the same conversation over and over and over again? Like, isn't it cool to find a way to kind of go, okay, let's fast forward this one and skip to the part where we get back to the, to normal. Yeah. Do you want to know my shorthand? Yeah. I think we should land, land this plane, but right on. Hey, thanks so much for listening to this episode of Marriage Therapy Radio. And just as a reminder, if those of you are struggling or maybe you're just trying to get ahead of your relationship now, a great place to start is our friends at BetterHelp. So you can head on over and uh, check them out. You can go to trybetterhelp, that's H-E-L-P.com forward slash M-T-R, trybetterhelp.com forward slash M-T-R. When you head over and you use that link, it actually helps to support this podcast that we can continue doing what we're doing so we can be there for you. And as always, thank you so much for all of your time and your attention, making your relationship better today than it was yesterday. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.